This podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and spoilers. My name's Peach, and for the past couple of years, I've been helping my friend Shag overcome his childhood aversions to everyday foods in the podcast Fussy Eater. Now it's his turn to help me conquer my phobia of scary movies over one spooky night in the FBI studios, one Wikipedia synopsis at a time. This is Spooko. It's Spooko, the Chloe Grace Moretz podcast. Uh, I promised that I'd come out with three Chloe Grace Moretz classics. Chloe Grace Moretz in 2013 showed the Carrie remake. Oh. She was the protagonist. <laughs> there you so go. So we might have to go and dive in. Um, she hung around with Denzel on The Equalizer. Mm. She was in that horrifically bad movie, Movie 43, which oh, I'm not sure if you've ever seen. Never. But it's like a, it's like a, I cannot believe this exists. Um, some idiot flicking through their Rolodex. Commons in it, which is always, look, no diss to Common, but he's the worst rapper and worst actor I've ever heard. Uh, no, sorry, he's not worse than Skepta. He's he's in the Skepta zone for rapping, um, and he's probably in. If Skepta was to make films, he'd be in the Skepta zone for acting as well. So it's it's problematic stuff. But Chloe Grace Moretz, we love you. Uh, you're the greatest of all time. Fucking peace. All right, Peach. We talk about the rules of horror that you know we're starting. I guess we're starting to just organically discover as mm. as as this podcast goes on as it rapidly approaches its 100th episode yeah we're closing the loop on all this it's good. and one of the rules when it comes to lovecraftian horror once again lovecraft terrible dude but such a mm. big influence on the horror genre when mm. it comes to lovecraftian horror we want to know a little bit about the giant otherworldly beast that's controlling everyone we don't want it to just be a mystery because that's unsatisfying agreed but but I'm going to flip this. Yes. When it comes to an evil doll, be uh, careful about how much you tell us about it and how much character you give it. Like we know from the original Child's Play, an evil mm. doll is scary until we realize it's just some random serial killer that loves voodoo, that's voodooed himself into a doll and still talks like, yo, I'm Chucky, I'm, I'm a doll, but ah, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kill you. Uh. I got your doll right here. <laughs> <laughs> Always grabbing his crust. Anyway, so uh, look, I want to give a shout out to Julia who contacted us on the Insta. And shout out, Julia. Thank you said that I'm just going to read half of this message verbatim, but then not read the mm. rest. So not to give you any spoilers, but mm. said, I wanted to suggest a film. I just watched the 2019 child's play remake, just watched it. And I somewhat surprisingly had so much fun. I'd love to hear you two talk about the reimagining she puts in inverted commas. They did with Chucky. Now this is Sick. really important because mm. they completely change who Chucky is and at the end, like at some point, I think you'll work out where my thoughts lie about what this does yes, to the can. scariness of Chucky. But I think it's worth, you know, you being someone who is afraid of everything yes. to see what you think and how scary you find this reimagining in the 2019 version of Child's Play. This is very similar to the Chloe Grace Moretz reimagining of Carrie back in 2013. So. <laughs> we'll see how funny we find it. <laughs>
Andy, I know this move has been really tough, but this is supposed to be a new start for us, remember? You said you were going to try to make new friends. Buddy can connect to and control all of your Caslin products and smart home devices. Introducing your new best friend. Mom, I need to tell you something, and I need you to believe me. I think Chucky did something. Andy, if you know something, you better tell me. Something's wrong with Chucky. Buddy can connect to and control all of your camera. Chucky is a toy. He could be anywhere. Welcome to Castle and Car. We have to stop him. Good night, Andy. Ugh, fantastic reimagining. Ghost in the Machine meets Child's Play. I'm super excited about it. It's a smart idea as well because I think you have to come to grips with, well, wouldn't you just stand on the dole or kick the shit out of it? As we as we came to grips with when we did the first round, I can beat up a doll. Like, he, like <laughs> not to brag. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just put a heavy box on top of it and then a brick on top of the box and it's game over. Um, yeah, Shag, I'm excited about this reimagining and um, I'm very embarrassed that I only know characters' names from things, but like April from Parks and Rec, the actor's name who I really should know and don't, she should be in all the media ever produced, so I'm amped that she's in this as well. This looks well, sick. we should talk about the cast because I do think that horror benefits from anonymity in the same way that some film genres and yes. TV genres maybe don't. So... Mm. It's it's difficult when three of the key players in this film mm. are so well known from their characters. So Aubrey Plaza, who you're talking about, yes. plays April in Parks and Rec, and I can't think of her as anyone else. I oh, really okay. can't. Yep. Uh, the voice of Chucky is voiced by Mark Hamill, aka Luke Skywalker. Yes, so, and the Joker in the Batman in series. In the Batman series, of course, and the games as mm. well. And uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who plays the cop, you may know as Paperboy from Donald Glover's Atlanta series as well. I still haven't seen it. I mean, it's a great series, but... I know it's perfect, and I just sort of ignore... I'm just like, I understand it's the best, (laughs) and I feel like I I sort of don't have to watch it. I'm like, yes, I agree, it's great. (laughs) Same with Succession. I'm like, yeah, it sounds great. Sounds awesome. It's good. So I guess the other thing for me, what... I actually quite like this film, but what Mm. lets it down in the scare world for me is... Again, I think they go too over the top in explaining why Chucky is the way he is. There's no real mystery. It's just like, ah, oh, he's a malfunctioning AI. Like, and, the, and we know that from the beginning. And you'll know that from the beginning. It's like, ah, okay. oh, Chucky's just got to... And also, I know from, you know, friends who work in coding and tech that you can't just mm. rewire a computer and all of a sudden it's evil. Like, you can't just be like, oh, I flipped the wrong switch. It doesn't work like that. Well, this is this is this is what what we spoke about um, maybe five or ten episodes ago. That the greatest risk of uh, Skynet coming in is just that Skynet replicates our own prejudices, and that's actually the risk. Rather than being an evil sociopath who goes around killing children, so you can't really program it to kill children, but you can program it to favor or not favor other things based on uh, based on privilege and other sort of criteria. 
But but they're the things that I'm not a fan of in this film. In fact, this film has a lot going for it, including for the mm. fact that I feel like it has a lot to say about the world. Like, not in an overt way, but you'll see. Mm. Like, there's th- th- this director and, you know, th- this, this team behind it definitely have mm. a point to make. Mm. So it begins with the multinational Kazlan Corporation has just launched Buddy, a revolutionary line of high-tech dolls designed to be lifelong companions to their owners, learning from their surroundings and acting accordingly, quickly becoming a massive worldwide success for children. Which again, I'm kind of like, I can't imagine parents being like, that is something I want in my kid's room. I can't imagine a company being like, this is lifelong, (laughs) being like, buy it once and we'll never be able to sell you another thing. It's the best. There's a recent there's a recent book from an author whose name and I Pitch, was... I've got to interrupt now. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that's the best point possible because halfway through this film, we'll get to it. There's a point yeah. when they release the Buddy Two, and it's like, but hang on, your whole business model is releasing something that will never need to be upgraded. How? Yeah. Like, okay, so the directors aren't in the high level, you know, machinations of bids. Okay, fine. This, this is the same plot as the recent novel that I've read, the author and title of which I've forgotten, called like Oracle and the Sun or, or, so, or some, some, something like that by the very famous Japanese novelist whose name I'm very embarrassed to have forgotten. Is it Murakami? But in any case, um, that's about a lifelong AI uh, who's designed to be friends with people who is sort of overtaken by a subsequent version of lifelong AIs that are performed to do the same role. So it's a useful storytelling structure because you get to play around with it. And I just hope they have enough fun and silliness with it and don't get bogged down in the existential bits of it. I presume they don't. I reckon there could be stuff here. They do not. They do not. And in fact, it's not really like the business model, the Kazlan Corporation, all these things aren't mm. giant specters over the film. I feel like they lent on nostalgia appropriately. I enjoyed seeing the Orion Pictures logo just mm. in the preview. I thought that was good fun. Um, and I enjoyed the sort of 80s edge to it where it's sort of like, hey, you know, we know this is a silly film and you know what it is and we're not here to make the most serious and amazing film ever. And, you know, don't worry. There'll be some thrills and spills. To and come. speaking of spills, it is ridiculously gory. Sick. Like so gory. And it's weirdly gory for a film with Aubrey Plaza and Mark Hamill and Paperboy in there. Nice. So at a Kazlan assembly factory in Vietnam, an employee is fired by a supervisor for unsatisfactory performance. In retaliation, the employee tampers with the buddy doll that he is assembling by disabling all of its safety protocols before committing suicide. I think I think there's a few like mm. kind of gross cultural assumptions there. I also think it's weird that they literally took that trope from The Simpsons where there's an flick evil crusty dog and they flipped yep. it to evil. The fact that it had safety protocols that stop it from being evil is kind of I love that it's silly. fundamentally evil as well. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so they've got to put safety protocols on top of it to avoid it expressing its true nature. <laughs> now, since nobody notices that uh, this employee tampered with a doll and then committed suicide. Mm. The doll is packaged alongside others in preparation for international delivery. And there's lots of shots of the doll on the shelf and, oh, here it comes. Mm, there it's it is. Safe. That's the evil doll. No safety protocols on there. Although so, apparently while it's in the packaging, there's heaps of safety <laughs> protocols. <laughs> so in Chicago, retail clerk Karen Barclay, who is April, and a 12-year-old hearing-impaired son, Andy. Now that comes into it in the end because he wears a uh, hearing aid have moved into their new apartment. 
In an attempt to cheer Andy up and make up for the unease caused by the relocation and her new boyfriend, Shane, and Shane is a bad dude that we'll find out, Karen blackmails her boss, Wes, in order to procure a buddy doll. Now, these are obviously very expensive. There's, you know, there's a thing about the fact that, you know, retail workers, the people selling these can't afford these things that are crazy expensive. So she manages to get one, to give Andy one as an early birthday gift. Wes manages to select the defective specimen. Once Andy activates the doll, he names himself Chucky and becomes attached to his owner. So in the first one, he's called Chucky because that's the name of the serial Mm. killer. In this one, he just calls himself Chucky, which I guess is like, they're like, we just got to throw it back. Yeah, look, if the safety protocols are down, you, you know, Chucky's the name. It's good. Now, over time, Chucky helps Andy befriend two other kids in the building, Phelan and Pug, but also begins to display violent tendencies. For instance, he tries to strangle the Barclays pet cat after he scratches Andy. And one night, while he and his friends gleefully watch a horror film, Chucky starts mimicking the violence on the screen, approaching the trio with a kitchen knife before Andy disarms him. That's it. That's that's really quite interesting, isn't it? The sort of the more the Frankenstein's monster of like this is this this is what you have created. And that he begins off protective. I, I, like, I, I think that's quite nuanced. I like that. I think for me, it makes it less scary, but I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Like, for me, it's like he's not a scary evil doll now. Like, there's a lot to this character. That I'm like, oh, once I understand his motives, I'm kind of like, oh, oh, it's not like I empathize with Chuck. Yeah. It's not like I'm like, well, I get why you stabbed all those people. But do you see what I mean? He's not yeah, this Yeah, you're evil... just watching a machine malfunction and you're like, oh, I wonder what sort of malfunctions this machine will do. Fascinating stuff. It's like if your oven breaks, you know, like, oh, shit, what happened? <laughs> What's going to happen next? That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Roomba keeps banging into the wall and it's become ineffective. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so the next morning, Andy arrives home to find that his cat is dead. Chucky admits to having killed him so that he would not hurt Andy anymore. So we start to realize that Chucky's developing this kind of toxic attachment Mm. to Andy. Karen locks the doll in a closet, but Mm. he escapes and terrorizes Shane, the evil boyfriend, which leads him to confront Andy. Uh, That night, Andy like cries and is like, I wish Shane was gone. So then Chucky follows Shane home. At this point we realize, and they do another job in this film where a lot of the people who die, they're like, well, they deserve to die. And on the one hand, I'm like, cool. But on the other hand, it, again, it makes him less scary. Yeah. If Chucky's like revenge killing people, it's it's less... Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like... Hugely, hugely agree. I like this film. It just doesn't feel like a child's play film. Well, it doesn't feel scary as well. It's like, oh, cool. I'm not bad. I'm not going to get killed. That's awesome. So when Chucky follows Shane home, she realizes that Shane, who is Andy's single mom's new boyfriend, actually has a real family. And he puts his wedding ring on, goes and hugs his kids. And we're like, oh, wow. Shane is not only like an abusive, like step boyfriend dad. He's also a shit guy in general. who yes. is having an affair in secret behind the back of his real family. So while Shane is outside taking down Christmas lights, Chucky breaks his legs. And while he's on the ground, <laughs> uh, like he goes to stab him. But instead of stabbing him, activates like... I think it's like a like a, a lawnmower or something that basically just starts slicing into his head 
causing, Ugh. like, and it's really gross, eventually <laughs> scalping him, sending his scalp flying. <laughs> so the following day, Andy wakes up and realizes that Chucky has delivered Shane's skinned face on a ball <laughs> as a gift to a horrified Andy. Like in the way that a cat delivers cat like a dead it, yeah, bird yeah. or whatever. Now, while police detective Mike Norris uh, begins an investigation, Andy and his new friends Phelan and Pug disable Chucky and throw him in the garbage. But, of course, they just throw him in the garbage chute in the building. It goes down to the basement where it turns out that the, I guess the, what do you call them? The, the, the foreman? Who, what do you the call them? Yeah, the maintenance, yeah, yeah, in American so apartment There's a word buildings. for that, you know. Anyway, the, the building's maintenance man yeah. lives in the basement and he basically has secret video cameras set up in everyone's bathrooms. And we see him spying on Andy's mom. So again, we're like, okay, well, this guy's a bad guy too. Anyway, because he's also a nerd that loves rewiring things, he finds the buddy and he's like, sick, I'm going to bring him back to life. He does bring Chucky back to life, but then Chucky sees what's going on, sees that he's a threat to Andy. So Chucky's an anti-hero now. Yeah, this basically, is, right? This is, so Chucky is Venom, essentially. is. <laughs> but, but, is it's, but halfway through, that does change. But yes. <laughs> so... He gets him. Re- he gets him ready. He's about to sell him online, but now that Chucky's fully repaired and sees everything that's going on, decides to murder Gabe. So he starts by stabbing him heaps of heaps of times, <laughs> and then I think because he's small, like you said, like he's mm. a little he's a little robot, right? Like mm. so, you just jump up. So he jumps up and grabs on to one of the, like the I guess the heating duct pipes in the ceiling. Mm. So Chucky now because it's also I guess a comment on the internet of things and the fact that the internet's in everything. Mm. Chucky is now able to log into the Wi-Fi and he's basically like, thermostat, turn up a million percent. So the thermostat keeps getting hotter. So the pipe he's on starts heating up and then he's like, table saw. Because of course, the voyeur dude uh, grabs the grabs the pipe that's right above a circular saw. <laughs> Chucky's like, circular saw, activate. So it activates. And then it's only a matter of... giving these commands? He's talking? Chucky is basically giving these commands, yeah. <laughs> so it's like Alexa. Yeah, it's, it's an Alexa. Like, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a, definitely a, Alexa, yeah. a commentary on that world, mm. right? So eventually, this guy can't hold anymore, falls down crotch first onto a circular saw. <laughs> we don't see this, but there's a gross blood splatter. And then we see the circular saw spinning, you know, covered in blood and gore. Nice, nice. After making his way back to the ground level, Chucky lands in possession of another kid named Omar and Omar gives him the name Chode, which is... It's like... But anyway, he proceeds to kill Norris's mother, Doreen, in a controlled car crash. Now, the reason he kills this kid's mother is because there's this side plot, but at one point he sees on the video screen of this voyeur this mum being like, I'm going to be your new best friend, Andy. And of course... He has this toxic attachment. He's like, oh, that's uh, not going to do. Yeah. So he, Internet of Things, gets a self-controlling car that uh, that uh, that this woman, that, uh, that, that Doreen's in, mm. makes it crash and then jumps in and stabs her to death. Nice. Suspecting that Andy is the killer, the detective travels to the mall where Andy's mom is currently keeping her because Andy's mom's seeing all this weird stuff happen and is basically mm. like, Andy, it's all you, clearly. Which, again, I guess, like... Uh, yeah, but anyway, so so she's like, you can't stay at home anymore. You have to come to work with me at the mall. 
this detective keeps being like, this kid seems to be the key to all these weird murders. Mm. So I'm going to follow this too. Suspecting that Andy is the killer, Norris travels to the mall and arrests him just as Chucky takes full control of the building. Now, what this uh, recap doesn't say is that this is at the launch of the Buddy 2 model, which again, why is there a Buddy 2? And why? And they're also launching a Buddy Bear, which is also this other thing. It's like, why are they launching this? Yep. If the product was designed, like, wouldn't it be something that you would just continually update and service and do all those things? Yeah, like, they just don't understand their own business model. Like, <laughs> I, 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 just, I just feel like this is a real error. Like, this sort of reminds me of, the pair of shoes you buy in London for like fifteen hundred pounds when you're twenty one, and they just give you lifetime maintenance. You know, it's meant to last you till you're like seventy five, and that's and that's the business model for Buddy. Is this like, and they should be doing software as service. They should be trying to sell you a hat for Buddy. You know, they should be trying to sell you a playset to go with your Buddy, and to convince you that the investment you made was a wise one, rather than say you're an idiot. Uh, here are some new models out that supersede your previous one. Now, at this point, because Chucky is now basically Christine and he's hyper-magical, <laughs> he controls all the drones in this shopping center where everyone showed up for the Buddy 2 launch and he's turned the drones on their side so they basically kill all these people with their propellers, like going straight into their necks and their eyes and stuff. So he flies all these drones straight into people's faces where it just chops them up. And it's really gross and really scary. Meanwhile, chaos is unleashed as several employees and customers are brutally killed by rampaging buddy dolls and buddy bears. Chucky, meanwhile, triggers the mall's lockdown sequence uh, to trap everyone in and I guess kill everybody. Amid so, but like, is he just turning off all the safety protocols on these toys in the same way his were turned off? Like, I, I, I think so. I think that's what's happening. Because what is proposed here is that it is only the safety protocols that stand in the way of every <laughs> single buddy doll doing this. <laughs> like, I think that's like they're the best safety protocols ever on the most evil toy ever. Yeah, okay. It's bizarre. Amid the massacre. Wes, who you might or might not remember, it really doesn't matter, mm. Andy's mum's evil boss that she managed to blackmail to get a Chucky doll that, or Buddy doll that started all mm. this in the first place, is murdered. Norris, police officer, is wounded, and Andy and his friends manage to reach the exit only for Andy to realise. Now, there's this other thing where you can see through Buddy's eyes, so this thing called Buddy Cam that you can watch through your phones, and this is a thing that's used in the film. doesn't come up in the Wikipedia because they're side plots, but Chucky then shows Andy that he's tied up his mum and is about to kill her. Okay. So Andy's like, okay, friends, you get out. I'm going to stay in here. Make sure they get to safety. And then grabs like a chainsaw and like a big like axe sort of thing. And he's like, I'm going to go and ch- kill Chucky. Now, when he gets into the storeroom where his mum is, she's slowly being hanged by a forklift where she's being wrapped, she's being tied by a noose around a forklift that's just slowly rising. Oh, God. So Andy gets to the top and starts cutting it with his chainsaw before Chucky jumps in. Now, he manages to jump off onto the rope, cut the mum down before they all fall down. Now, they, they there's like a bit of a kerfuffle. Chucky almost kills him where before he manages to freak out at circuits by singing a song because all the buddies have a song that's like you are my buddy or something like that this this confuses chucky enough 
for Andy to get the upper hand and manages to stab him in his power cell, which, which is where his like <laughs> evil his circuitry is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, because it's a, it's a scary movie, mm. we think he's dead. There's a big jump scare where he jumps up and he's got, the, he's got the knife and he's jumping at Andy, but then our detective Morris appears, shoots him out of the air, and then Andy's mom grabs him and tears his head off. Yeah, sick. Go Aubrey Plaza. While paramedics tend to Karen, Norris, and other survivors outside the mall, the kids destroy and burn Chucky's body in a nearby alleyway. In the aftermath of Chucky's killing spree, Kazline Corporation CEO Henry Kazline issues a statement regarding Chucky's programming, announcing a massive Buddy Dolls recall. As one of the dolls is being placed into storage, mm. its eyes flicker red and the doll smiles, revealing that Chucky has transferred his artificial intelligence awareness into a new body. That is the end of the Child's Play remake from 2019. Peach, I would love you to let me and Julia know what you thought of that reimagining. Your point's a good one well made, that 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 as much as we want to see the monster and as much as we want to know the reasoning and as much as we want to know um, whether Pazuzu has a serpentine penis or a serpent's <laughs> penis or, or like whatever the background is, <laughs> that once we're shown it, there's a degree of dissatisfaction. Like, like the, I think you're so right that there's pleasure in the mystery. And if you're just watching something unfold that makes complete sense, you're like, okay, I'm just like seeing a malfunctioning AI malfunction and it will continue to do so until it stops, presumably. And um, it almost leads me to think that what I just described was an action film and so a horror film leaves you in that sort of suspended um, anxiety, not necessarily in a negative sense, but 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 uncertainty and disquiet about what is, what is causing all this to happen. And so... I think I can only agree with you and, and presumably Julia that, um, you know, just a little bit of mystery, you, you know, <laughs> like you don't have to fuck on the first date, uh, child's play update. Like we can hold hands and we can grab a nice glass of wine and go for a walk. Um, just relax. That is a hugely good point. And I think you would, you would put this in the horror genre under slasher because it is supremely violent. It is all about those marquee kills. Mm. And I don't think I've seen... There's no action movie except the the contemporary Rambo's that are this violent at yeah, all. Wow. Like it okay. is full on. But you're right. Instead of it being a spooky doll, and it's like, why is this doll doing this? What's mm. it going to do next? It's like, oh, we know from the beginning, it's a malfunctioning doll, mm. and nothing's going to surprise us because we're just going to keep watching it malfunction. It's just yep. going to. It's like, it's a malfunctioning doll. That's what. And and you've told us from the beginning, this malfunctioning doll will be do bad things. Yep. And it's like, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah, and then yeah, it's like, Pete, wait, wait, wait. But now the malfunctioning <laughs> doll is killing someone else. And it's like, yeah, that's what you've led me to understand. Yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. I get and then it. it goes for scale. It's like, okay, well, now it's killing heaps of people. Yes. And, and there's almost a dissatisfaction because once you've over-explained what it is, if you then say, oh, it's got the power to take over a mall, it's almost like, no, like you've already over-explained what it can do. <laughs> The removal of its safety protocols, like don't, like doesn't immediately lead to mall takeover powers. Like, and there's almost that distaste, and I think that's the risk you run if you're courageous enough to try to explain everything in your horror film. And if you're dumb enough to do it at the start, as you say, then any waiver from that just causes a bit of a um, like that a bit of dissonance in your thought process about 
you know, how you're thinking and you're broken out of the horror film. It, it, it's a less immersive experience, but you're clearly done with, with, with a bit of love and care. You, you know, these, these people clearly care about the franchise. So I've got two lessons for two separate audiences off mm. the back of this. So number one, horror film directors, mm. here's a rule that mm. uh, I think, you know, after 95 episodes, we can safely say yep. is rock solid. Lovecraftian horror, you know, over-explain things a little bit. Like, yep. let us like let yeah. us peek behind the curtain. But if you're doing an evil doll, leave something to the imagination. Yes, yes. 100%. A little romance. A little romance. Now, lesson two, Peach, you've got to go watch Atlanta. Like, it's really, <laughs> like, I know it's good and I know you know it's good, but it's actually, it's not even one of those things where you're like, oh, yeah, it turned out that was really good. It's like, no, it's really good. I feel like I already know that, though. I'm like, it's like, I'm not, a, like, I agree that I would like it if I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Succession up next. Uh, This was recorded at FBI Studios. Please like, subscribe and follow wherever you can and as much as you can. And Resh's... What's up?